Welcome to the Indisposable Podcast, produced by Upstream. I'm your host, Brooking Gatewood. And I'm your co-host, Matt Prindeville. Thanks for joining for another episode celebrating solutions to plastic pollution. All right. Welcome, everyone. So we are so, so thrilled to have you all here. And I'm really excited about today's important panel on why reusables win in San Francisco and beyond. My name is Marcia Gagliardi, and I'm a San Francisco-based restaurant columnist and freelance writer known for my groundbreaking 15-year-old table hopper newsletter and website, an established insider resource for the latest SF Bay Area restaurant and bar news, events, and more. It continues to be an honor to cover the beautiful and diverse food scene here in the Bay Area for so many years, even during a brutal pandemic. I wanna thank you all so much for taking the time to be a part of this discussion today, because even as restaurants continue to be deeply, deeply challenged by the pandemic, you're here because you wanna be part of the solution to our growing waste crisis from all of the single-use foodware that has exploded since the pandemic began. As we watched the F&B industry pivot to a takeout existence 19 months ago, we saw some pretty creative ideas for takeout experiences. And I wanted to continue to support the industry by regularly ordering takeout, but there was a part of me that was distraught over all the packaging that was showing up in my kitchen with piles of takeout containers in every size and shape taking over my cabinets. I'd feel guilty if I didn't try to reuse a container at least once before sticking it in my recycling bin. And I would scream if anyone included utensils in my bag. No, I'm at home. I have plenty. I know so many of us are dismayed with all of this plastic and packaging flooding into our lives and landfills and know we can do better. So today, I'm really excited to introduce you to guests who have some concrete steps, some new ideas, and some takeaways you can use to either get started with reusables or to do even more with reusables. What we hope you come away with from this discussion is that reusables are more than simply good for the planet. They can help save you money. They can attract new and loyal customers, and they can help solve operational challenges like staffing and dishwashing. We have panelists with us today who've had these very experiences, food service operators who've gone through this incredibly challenging period, just like you, uh, who'll be sharing their own success stories with reusables. You'll hear from An Nguyen, who operates Kaman, a lovely banh mi deli out of Oakland. Vanique de Bedrosian, who runs a beloved Middle Eastern spot in San Francisco, La Med. And Rocco Scordella, owner of Tootsie's at the Stanford Barn, an Italian favorite at the campus. We'll also hear from the people these restaurant owners have worked with and continue to work with in their implementation of reusables. Paul Berkmeyer, founder and CTO of Dishcraft, and Maya Teckel, Head of Sales and Partnerships at Dispatch Goods. Uh, We also have these two companies proving that it's possible to make reusables a part of everyday takeout and delivery orders in some new and exciting ways. And additionally, we're very excited to introduce you to Grace Lee, Program Director at Rethink Disposable, a nonprofit that offers free assistance to Bay Area food operators. This unique service guides you step-by-step and shows you how to integrate reusable foodware, cut down on waste, and save up to thousands of dollars a year. So this is something we hope you'll take advantage of after our live stream, so we're gonna get right into it. So let's get started now with our first set of panelists. And here to discuss their partnership, we have An Nguyen of Come On and Grace Lee of Rethink Disposable. Hello. Warm welcome to both of you. Thank you for joining us. So Grace, before we dig into your work, let's just address one point here at the top. Uh, From your standpoint as an expert on reusables, talk to us about the safety of reusables when it comes to COVID. Big question on everyone's mind. Yes, and the Mm -hmm. elephant in the room. Yeah, but first of all, I wanna thank you for having me. It's such an honor being in the same live stream with all of these wonderful people um, uh, here today. So, okay, well, reusables, I mean, just TLDR, reusables are safe, um, you know, but don't take my word from it. Um, A year ago, more than 100 scientists and health professionals issued a statement um, talking about how reusables are safe, um, along with FDA, um, the federal agency that regulates food safety. Um, And also the CDC has 
zero confirmed cases of um, COVID-19 from surface transmission. So now it's like, you know, we were really super spooked about it before, but now that we know more about how COVID is transmitted, we know that it is um, not through surface transmission. With reusables, you sanitize um, every single time before you use it. So you know exactly where it's been, how it's been washed and that it's clean. With disposables, that's a different story, right? So it's hard to kind of follow that supply chain from manufacturing to packaging to shipping, getting it to the restaurant, unpackaging it, getting it to the client. I mean, that's a long, long line of, you know, if you are concerned about surface transmission, it's like, who has actually touched this thing, you know, by the time it gets to the table? So just long story short, yes, reusables are safe. Thank you. And why don't you tell us about what Rethink Disposable does? Yes, yes, happy to. So Rethink Disposable, we're a a program of the nonprofit Clean Water Fund and Clean Water Action. We work directly with restaurants and institutions from tiny little standing room only places to large institutions like Berkeley Unified School District and Microsoft to help them move away from single-use disposables. So particularly for restaurants, you can see here, this was, these are pictures from a place in the city of Alameda, Honolulu Barbecue. You walk in, you sit down, you, you, know, you order your food. Well, in this case, you order your food and then you sit down. But every single menu item came in a disposable container, even though you were eating in the restaurant. So we worked with Stephanie, the owner, to find reusable alternatives for every single thing that she had in a clamshell or what have you. Um, And we are available to do, to understand your business operation, to make recommendations for which foodware items to target for reduction. We do the shopping for you, like researching all of the alternatives. We purchase everything for you. And these, um, the foodware is subsidized by grants provided by a partnership with the city of San Francisco, with the Department of Environment. So there's no cost to the restaurant to purchase the reusables or any infrastructure to support the reusables. Um, We deliver the materials to your restaurant. We help you set it up. We do photo shoots. We also do social media. We're basically like the personal trainer for a restaurant so that they look better and feel better. Yay. Amazing. Amazing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, Anne, tell us, um, how how did you find out about Rethink Disposable and what made you decide to go through their program? Well, guess what? Called the lucky days. (laughs) (laughs) I was, um, you know, it's got to be a good day and a lucky day. You name it. I have it. Uh, We were the Mr. Young. We somehow, you know, God is so good. Send him straight to our restaurant one day and I was there. And I was just blown away when I heard what he told me about the program. And I was so excited and I said, you know what? First of all, if I could save money and if I could save time and if I can save environment, why not? So yeah. I just go ahead and sign the paperwork and let do it and working with the team before I only work with Mr. Yun and later he introduced uh, Grace. Uh, come along with that and they amazing. I was blew away, incredible team. I don't have much to say at this point, but I think they just amazing. They changed our concept, how to serve the customer. And one more thing I want to point it out is the thing that when we serve with the, all the stuff that they, they deliver to us, we start using it, the customer seem happier and we happy too. So, hey, everyone happy, why not? Again, I'm pointed out that this is this is really like God is good. We were just so so blessed to have this program at this time, a COVID time, when we just try to you know save money here, save money there, and the program just come out like you save us. So Actually, I, Anne, I didn't, I haven't shared this information with you yet, but we did a data analysis of the impact that we think disposable has had on Cam Anne. And we've found that, okay, so we spent $477 to set you up with 100% reusable operation. 
you are keeping 32,140 individual pieces of disposable items from the trash can and the environment. That's 860 pounds every year. And every year you are going to be able to save $1,799. So basically $1,800 a year by making these simple switches. Well, thank you, you guys. Couldn't ask better. You know, money is really important at this point. To make through this movement, it's it's really, I, you guys have to be in our shoes to feel it. And when we heard we save money, we save our, you know, um, the special, the customer is so important to me that a customer happy with it. And that's that's all the matter to us, you know. I know it's important, but the customer coming back and they love what we serve and the food is just warmer. It stay longer and it takes better. So we we would decide we in heaven, believe me or not. My customer happy. And that's all. That's all. That's what we there for. So um not only save time, save money, but the customer happy, they coming back and that's why we run the business. So trust me, I I don't have much time to explain why, but you also save my staff because carry all the, you know, the black bag, it just, you know, hurt them, hurt their back because we most of us is all lady in the kitchen and we carry those bags heavy. It's just like affect the muscle. And eventually they might call for sick. So if we don't have to deal with that, that's another point. I tell people, hey, help us because you guys did release so much, you know, the garbage. And also city Oakland, if you over, if you overlook your garbage can, you will get fined for it. See, that's another thing. It's yep. so many things that we can lay out all night long, all day long. It's like a hundred details. But that's a few points that I like to point it out so I can would like to share with our community, with all the restaurants, with all the owners who run in it, should think about it and sign up for it because this is really amazing, amazing program. For everyone, not for the restroom, but I think it's a, for everyone. Well, that's Anything a very else? enthusiastic endorsement. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And some and some fantastic statistics too. It's really, really exciting to hear, Grace. Thank you for sharing those with us. Um, Grace, is there anything else that you want to share with the audience today about Rethink? Um, I think, I mean, with just one really amazing thing about our project specifically in San Francisco. Um, and Anne, thank you so much for that endorsement. Everyone, yeah. I did not pay her to do say <laughs> any of those things. Those are all awesome the heart. Thank you so much <laughs> but, for having us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we have a partnership with the um, San Francisco Department of the Environment, and we just did a two-week intensive training with eight associates. And so they are hitting the ground running and are able to provide this technical assistance along with our own Rethink Disposable team. Um, and we have amazing language capacity. So we have Vietnamese, Cantonese, Mandarin, Spanish, Tagalog, and then like two other dialects of, Ma of Chinese. So we're able to really help just a massive amount of people. So. Um, you know, I really welcome anyone to get into contact with us so that we can come out to your restaurant and do a free consultation. Again, there's no cost to the restaurant because it's being paid for through our partnership with the city. Absolutely fantastic. That is so great. And is there anything else that you just want to say uh, to other restaurant operators who think implementing reuse is too hard or too challenging? Well, to me, I think, again, my point, if you save money, if you save the time, and if you save your staff energy, and if you save uh, less work for the city of Oakland, for people who pick up the garbage, you save environment, you know, you couldn't ask a better. So whoever yeah. asks me, would you like to join the program? I 100% say yes, 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 please do so. That's great. And was there anything really else, you know, surprising? I mean, you shared about, you know, obviously the amount of waste and with your employees, the ease of being able to work with Rethink. But is there anything else that was surprising to you about this experience? It's about 
the food, you see how different when the food we put in the lattice uh, container and then yeah. we put and I test in it and then the food that we have in the it resemble it just it takes better and it fresher it just like just came out from the kitchen and the food that you we hit it doesn't taste as good so right there that's the point you want to keep the customer happy make sure your food is fresh and not only us but for everyone who want to have a good food, please do this reasonable. This is this program is just good for everyone, not for restaurant. I highly recommend we should share with the whole world what we're doing. So thank you. Thank That's you so wonderful. Much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much to you, both of you. So we're gonna move on to our next set of panelists. Rocco Scordella of Tootsie's at the Stanford Barn, along with Paul Berkmeyer of Dishcraft. Thank you for joining us today. Hello. Hi. Ciao. Buongiorno. <laughs> Ciao. Grazie. This is wonderful. So I think we're going to start here with Paul. I would love for you to tell us about Dishcraft. And in particular, if you can tell us about how you work with smaller businesses and restaurants. Yeah, sure. Thanks for having us. Um, Thanks. Really excited for the chance to talk about what we do. Um, yeah, so Dishcraft... We are a um, full service, um, front of house for now, dishwashing service. What we, what we do is we provide um, whatever you could need. So plates, we do china, like small, large plates, small, large bowls. We also started to do containers and reusable containers uh, during COVID and um, have added that to our service. And it's a lot like a linen service. We'll um, bring you clean wares, including you know, flatware or drinkware too. And then every day at, at least or as you need us we're going to come take away your dirties and leave you cleans behind to to continue your service with and we then take those back and wash those in our large um, automated hub back in san carlos um, and so we um, have a whole bunch of robotics automation ai that we actually use to power all that dishwashing behind the scenes and lets us create really rigorously cleaned dishes um, and inspected dishes while also using a lot less water and energy than you could even do in a traditional high efficiency dish room. Um, and so the way we work with, with small businesses is kind of like I said, we, um, we try to do like a linen service. Uh, we bring the dishes back and forth. Our relationship is just with the restaurant. We don't necessarily need the diners to have uh, a membership or an app. They don't need to scan anything. Our, our partnership is really with the food provider um, and we partner directly with them and provide them the dishes they need and wash them um, as, as they need it. Um, and we try to make sustainability easier by making it easier for facilities to use reusable dishes because we do all the cleaning um, back in our facility, but then we also are changing how we wash dishes through technology and, uh, and really dishwashing hasn't changed in the last 50, 70 years. And this is kind of the first time that we're really fundamentally changing how that happens and uh, really excited to find partners like Tootsie's um, to start making this out into the world and allowing people to use the service. Yeah. And so how did you get partnered uh, with Rocco and Tootsie's? Yeah, actually, we um, we started our relationship with uh, Upstream a long time ago. We actually had them come in and hosted a panel with them to teach our employees about why they do what they do, because we have a very mission-oriented team here. And so we've, we've had a long-standing relationship with Upstream. And when they started the Servant Safe program, Rocco was actually, um, and Tootsie's was one of the first to sign up. Um, I think the Palo Alto Zero Waste team had marketed it and he signed up very quickly and we got connected. And Rocco has been fantastic. Tootsie's has been fantastic. They're very committed. Um, before we'd even uh, worked with them, they had taken on a whole lot of um, compostable and environmentally friendly wares, which is is a burden to take on, but it shows the commitment he had and he's been a, a great partner uh, with this. Wonderful, thank you. Rocco, tell us, what has this experience been like for you? Uh, amazing, I would say, uh, to say the least. You know, usually I think when you when you introduce new things, especially in, in the business, it takes a long time. This was extremely flawless. Um, I have to say, you know, everybody was really involved from uh, Dishcraft team, uh, to make this a successful pilot uh, and it took off easily and super quick. It was, it was amazing and it's still going amazing. 
And so what made you interested in offering a reusable program? Uh, you know, I, I, I think I, I came to, a, to an age where uh, I feel like everything we do has an impact. Uh, and especially in the restaurant business, when you start serving a lot of people, uh, it, it's even more um, needed to look at everything that we do. Uh, we started a long time ago, long, long time ago, with plastic straws. Right before uh, it was even uh, a problem, uh, and then during COVID, all, all our food uh, was to go. And you could tell mm -hmm. that the trash cans uh, around our building was always filled. And I was like, <laughs> this is this is a problem. Uh, yeah. And we do a lot of uh, food to go, especially for the children's hospital across the street. Um, and I was like, okay, we have to do something about it. And that's what happened when, you know, Samantha and the Dishcraft team came in and start, we started chatting. And I, for me, it was a yes right away. Um, I think the first meeting I say yes, which I think they were a little surprised. Um, but I, I was ready to go. It's like, it's time. It's time for a change. It was time to do something different and better. And so what was the most challenging aspect of you know, this new way of operating and how did you overcome it? Uh, I think the most challenging was for people to return the containers because uh -huh. they're very nice. Um, uh, but eventually that changed. Uh, to be honest, at the beginning, I thought, you know, we had a little bit more uh, guests asking questions about the sanitization or how does it work. Uh, I don't think a single person has questioned. Also, there was a ton of information that Dishcraft uh, was able to give uh, around to our guests. They are extremely clear how they operate. And yeah, there was, it was a win-win, I think, in the first week. So that, it, it was amazing. It really is amazing still. And say more about the, the customer response and what that has been like as you've been deeper with this program. Well, you know, I think... Guests and customers are ready, you know, are ready for a change. They understand that uh, it's it's a problem. We do have yeah. a problem. I don't think a single person has uh, made a complaint about, you know, getting a container instead of a toolbox. Uh, they're actually very on board. And uh, we got a lot of email back, say, good job and well done. It's, it's Great. a good thing to do. And um, and they never, you know, they never complain about the extra pricing charge either. Uh, because that was another question. Of course, you have to increase maybe your pricing on your boxes, but that was never a problem. Same, because people are like, okay, it's time to, to do something about this. And what would you say to restaurant owners who may be interested in reusables, but just aren't quite ready to make the leap? Well, you know, some, it's, it's always difficult to make a change. And, and I understand that. I think we have to really be mindful of our uh, action and, and, and our impact from anything that we do in the restaurant, from when we order things that come in uh, to when we send the food out. Uh, it, it's a no-brainer. It's a win-win situation. People is willing to pay extra for your food in a, in a container of like Dishcraft. Don't overthink it and it, it saves, saves money too. So it, it, it's a win-win situation. Yeah, thank you. Um, and Paul, um, talk to us just some more, I think, about some of these like logistics with, with Dishcraft and, and Tootsies. And if, is there anything else you want to share? So, yes, the, the uh, question asked, you know, do we have to shuttle the dishes back and forth? Um, and what impact does that have? Yes, we do have to shuttle them back and forth. But when we bring them back to our facility, because we are, through our technology, we're actually ending up using significantly less water and energy, even than a high efficiency dish room. So when we look at, we've done, we've paid for several um, LCA lifecycle analyses and we've, we've looked at this a thousand different ways. We monitor all of our equipment to make sure it's operating to spec, but also to make sure we can back up our sustainability claims. And the trucking does have an impact, but because we're carrying so many dishes in that truck and we're using um, high efficiency renewable biodiesel that impact actually is very small and we save so much on the back end through our technology. We use so little water, so little energy that we end up saving a ton. Um, I think relative to compostables, we're 73% less carbon dioxide, 89% less waste, 70% um, less water than even using compostables. And then we save like 90, up to 90%, um, depends on how you run your dish room uh, energy compared to a dish room. Um, if it's a really, really top of the line dish room, we can still save you about 10% on energy, 40% on water. 
Um, wow. So, so we end up um, saving so much through our technology in this big centralized scale hub that we process all these decisions that it more than offsets the, the trucking. Interesting. Um, what more can you just tell us about this, this service model that you provide? Um, so we, um, like we sort of talked about, we provide um, collection systems. We work on communications together. We try to make that as efficient and seamless as we can. Um, and it really is, it's a lot like a linen service where we make sure you have everything you need every day to serve your clients or your diners. Um, and every day we're coming and picking that up. And in this one magical moment, you all your dirties disappear and you're left with cleans. And um, you just focus on serving and we'll take care of all the dirty work. Amazing. Uh, were there any other questions here that you wanted to take a quick stab at, or we can also save it for the yeah. Q&A at the end? Um, the dishware, we do provide the dishware that helps us um, automate, helps our AI for inspection, um, helps us reduce water and energy. So as a result, we end up maintaining all the inventory. Our um, customers don't have to maintain inventory, don't have to restock. Um, and in general, we find that that's actually a really big benefit and it also allows all of this technology to work. Um, eventually, we'll work with other people's dishware, but for now, this is this is what we're doing. Um, we have high-quality commercial dishware. We have containers that Rocco has behind it. We're working on our own proprietary reusable containers as well. Um, so they're, they're, we invest, make sure that they're a nice experience for our customers. As you heard in the last segment, the experience of you re using reusables and serving on reusables is, is um, really dramatic and really changes the dining experience. Yeah, I think that's actually something some people maybe haven't totally thought through with, you know, really, yeah, just that how much the food, how much better the food looks and the experience as a diner, you know, to see that um, certainly, <laughs> certainly to take, uh, I'd say as someone who documents the food scene to take better pictures. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, fantastic. This is really great. Thank you so much, uh, Rocco and Paul. Thank you to Rocco too, for being a great partner. Absolutely. Like yeah. It. So yeah, be sure to like, follow and contact Dishcraft. Thanks guys. All right. So our third pair here, we have Maya and Monique, our final pair today, here to talk about a really cutting edge topic in the world of takeout and delivery. So we have Vanique from Lamed, Maya from Dispatch Goods. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining us. So tell us about Dispatch Goods and how the service works, especially for restaurant operators. Sure. Yeah, we are, uh, you know, a reverse logistics system that is enabling businesses to, uh, we actually operate very similarly to Dishcraft. Um, so what we do is we um, we have a system that we provide um, containers to restaurants for takeout and delivery. Um, we have a collection infrastructure that is both at restaurants as well as at home collection. Um, and then we have a centralized facility in San Francisco where we sort, dishwash, and then redistribute back to their intended places. Um, we do more than just containers, but for restaurants, um, we do, yeah to go containers um, to enable reuse. Great. Tell us about your specific relationship with Lamette. Yeah, I mean, where do I start? He's like our favorite restaurant partner. Um, and I feel like our conversations probably started mid-pandemic, Monique, is that correct? Yeah. 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 So like, so originally Lindsay, my co-founder and I, um, we were operating kind of with a downtown lunch crowd. And then obviously with the onset of the pandemic, all of our business kind of shut down. And so um, we recognized that people were still ordering to go and ordering to go food um, at an even more rapid rate. And so we um, started to have conversations with restaurants to see their openness to having their food in reusables versus um, single use, because if things were still going to people's homes, there was no difference between a reusable and single use um, from our perspective. And then um, we had amazing first movers that wanted to try out the system. And Vanique was one of those, er our earlier partners, um, to allow it to be an option for his customers. And I would say that as a very well-known brand, and um, institution in San Francisco, uh, we were incredibly flattered that he would want to um, be one of the first movers to, to enable reusables 
um, in a new system in a new way. And uh, he can probably speak to his customers' feedback, but that's kind of where our, yeah, our relationship started and has grown. Great. Yeah, Vinique, tell us what motivated you to incorporate a reusable service for takeout in your operations. Yeah, thank you, Marcia. Well, for me, it was a, a very personal decision to begin with. Uh, I feel like about uh, three years ago, I came to a bit of an existential crisis in operating this wonderful restaurant. I felt like my values in terms of environmental um, accountability were beginning to be challenged by just the industry at large and by our consumption habits generally in, in the modern world. So I really wanted to continue to find meaning in my work and uh, diving into the, all the many ways we can make changes to make our restaurants more environmentally friendly. That was a very personal decision so I could continue to feel this sense of purpose um, uh, in my work and in keeping this um, beautiful restaurant going. Um, and so we went through a lot of changes more internally, going through a green business certification and already in terms of working with reusables in our kitchen operation and our dining operation, that was already established. Um, uh, so we started looking at other environmentally friendly things we can do to reduce energy. And um, we came to the disposables uh, really um, when Maya reached out and I think it took uh, with Lindsay a couple times. And uh, to be honest, at first I felt like, wow, this is such a revolutionary idea. How is it gonna work in my business? We have small restaurants, they're busy and bustling. It's kind of, we serve a lot of customers and I was concerned about how uh, bringing in reusables would disrupt the flow of operations, but I wanted to give it a try. And Dispatch Goods, they make it very, very easy. They're, they're very friendly, very approachable. And also it's a, it's a relationship where it has to work for us as a business to continue. And so we just tried it out. We took a, a couple boxes in of um, containers and um, had a little chat with our front of house staff and with our kitchen staff. And I reiterated that um, this is a, a matter of principle and, and just an attempt to open up and broaden our offerings. And they all really got it. And um, it, it, I was surprised how easily it just integrated into our operations. So I personally was amazed that it, it really, you know, when, when the, uh, as Rocco was saying earlier, change is a little bit hard. Sometimes it's harder just mentally to make that leap. But once you do it, things find their place. And today we're just very excited to have that offering. Um, I do see that for us, one of the benefits has been attracting even more customers who hold environmental values uh, dearly. So we now are a brand that has even more importance to a growing segment of the population here in San Francisco, very environmentally aware city. Uh, so it's been very positive for our business uh, in terms of attracting and um, really getting the support of, of passionate people. And we love that. Uh, we want more of that. Um, yeah, I would love, love, love to hear more about just that customer response uh, that you've been getting, because it's it's a really important part of this entire equation with these these new systems. So, yes. So, um, as I said, I think for the people who already believe in this, they they very much welcomed us in and we're seeing uh, a very steady amount of orders coming in uh, that way through customers who already believe in this. I think my next challenge and opportunity is going to be to offer this more directly to our customers for whom they might like it, but they're maybe a little less willing to make the step. And I'm inspired by what Rocco is doing in terms of making that the default takeout, as far as I understand. So I think we have an opportunity then to really expand this to others. And again, I think we're all here. We know that the direction that we're going in is a more environmentally friendly direction. So um, I feel very excited to continue to push forward in this in a way that honors where people are at, 
but also in a way that um, upholds kind of the importance of what we're doing. Totally. Yeah. Thank you. Really appreciate all of your very heartfelt uh, responses too, because yes, I do think that it's like an existential crisis right now about a lot of these, a lot of these things we're trying to address. So I would also love to hear though about some of the challenges uh, that you may have had in this process. Yeah, uh, I think uh, the challenges, again, are probably right now just seeing that if if we don't make specific efforts to push uh, this more proactively to our customers, that is not going to come naturally from them. And yeah. so a challenge is also an incredible opportunity. And um, at LaMed, we have a very strong catering business. And here is, this is an area that I see as an incredibly powerful area of growth for reusables because we're not just serving one customer. You know, all the effort made to uh, win over a customer and uh, make this one disposable container go to one customer, have it be picked up. It's a lot of effort and logistics, but when we're serving 10 or 20 or 200 customers, here we have an opportunity to just put all of our efforts into this and the pickup is easier because instead of picking up just a few boxes, you're picking up a whole bunch. I see here the possibility of now reaching out to our catering customers and maybe San Francisco city offices, which we cater <laughs> to many of them, maybe as an opportunity to lead the way, as well as institutions like hospitals and, and bigger companies. That is a challenge that I would really love to take on um, to offer this um, on those large scale orders. Great, thank you. And what are some other things that you've done to increase reusables and cut down on disposables at LaMed? To be honest, that was a hard question for me to answer because uh, we've already done quite a bit. Yes. My, my father comes from an immigrant background and he came from very humble beginnings. So I think that idea of being very resourceful was already ingrained in him from an early age. And that's been our approach uh, from pretty much eliminating any food waste to uh, obviously working with reusable containers in our kitchen, but also serving customers in, in those. The one thing I really did think of, which is a kind of a big deal and we don't think about it that often, is actually um, moving away from lining our trash cans with plastic bags. Mm. Um, and so that's saving thousands of plastic bags every year. And uh, the benefit of just, you know, we're saving that money uh, we're talking about hundreds of dollars uh, that would otherwise go to buying plastic is now being saved by our business. And it's just very easy to quickly rinse and clean them out every night. We haven't had any issues with that. That's so great. That's one area in the last year that we've brought in. Otherwise, you know, I'm actually considering uh, reaching out to Grace at Rethink Disposable. <laughs> have maybe an, some outside eyes come in and, and give us other ideas. And I really want to share to other owners that there are so many opportunities to do good for the environment, but save money in the process. And that's what I'm passionate about. And I really encourage them to, to dive in and to give it a try because they will save money and attract uh, new business. That's great. Thank you. I know once you put the lenses on and then you just, you, it makes you really look at everything. So all the touch points. And so, yeah, so Maya, Tell us some more about some of the benefits you've seen for restaurants that that contract with with dispatches services. Yeah, it was actually it was funny because one of our first partners is a pizza partner and we have a variety of different um, there's benefits with just uh, the experience within a reusable versus single use. So even if someone isn't necessarily an environmentalist, things are being delivered hotter and structurally it's a little bit easier than like a even a compostable that can come sometimes be flimsy and so people are commenting on how nice things are arriving for delivery um for to take out and and it is a it's an art form it's a, cul a culinary arts and so there's a lot of love and care and thought that goes into preparation of food and if it um if we're able to more closely mirror the in house dining experience, that's, I think, a, a complete win-win for the people that are creating that food um, for the to-go customer. So yes. just um, that, those aesthetics 
we're also, you know, we just surpassed uh, 200,000 items that we've diverted from the waste stream, which is a big accomplishment. We want to hit millions, but it's been really fun to see how quickly, you know, that flywheel can kind of catch when people make bold business decisions and then just look back as uh, Vanique said and, and say, yeah, this was, this was a great business decision, not just good for the environment, but they're actually seeing the benefit of saving money or driving more top line revenue. We've seen a lot of our restaurant partners that go hundred percent are driving top line revenue. The other thing that I've found to be really, really exciting is that for new restaurants that are opening brand new, are starting to design for reuse. So not just not just transitioning and offering um, a reusable option, but thinking about as they're as they're putting in their shelving, okay, so what kind of shelving will we need for reusables? And that I could cry thinking about that because to me that's like that's the future. Um, and that now we're about to have our second restaurant that's going to be just launching with reusables and not have single use. And that is very, very exciting for me. Yeah. Totally. Thank you. I want to thank you and Vanique so much uh, for joining us. And we're going to be rolling to some Q&A. So here we go. Uh, One quick one that did come up, Maya, is what is the service area for Dispatch? So our restaurant partners and most of our partners are located within San Francisco, Marin, Berkeley, Oakland, Alameda, but we do collections in the Full Bay area. Okay, thank you. Uh, we have a question here for Rocco. What percentage of your customers opted for reusables as opposed to disposables when given the choice and also given the additional cost? Um, well, I don't wanna sound like a jerk, but we didn't really give the choice. So it's dishcraft if you take it to go, and if you eat it here, it's a plate. That's very simple. Uh, we're not going back to plastic, non-plastic. It's too confusing. Uh, we make it very straightforward. And this is the way we move forward. It's it's a dollar extra. I mean, we're not talking a sandwich goes from ten to thirty dollars. So it's it's okay. It's not a, a huge deal, but it's a big impact. So yeah. I don't want to sound mean, but. We have to, you know, it's a, it's a community change. So it's, we all have to do it together. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> the choices gets confusing. And especially in a to-go place, we are mostly to-go because we're across from an hospital. We don't have much time to be like, oh, I'm going to do this or that. It's one or the other. And I think it worked fine. It worked very fine for everybody. Great. And another question that came up was that uh, assuming that Tootsies didn't have any dishwashing capacity prior to signing up with Dishcraft, or is Dishcraft a good choice even if a restaurant has dishwashing capacity? It seems to help with staffing as well, i.e. many restaurants struggle with getting staff for anything, including dishwashing. So we actually have a dishwasher. You have to have a dishwasher or three-component sink anyway in any kind of establishment. We do actually have even a larger restaurant right next door, which is 7,000 square feet. So we have two dishwasher stations. Um, well, I think, you know, sometimes even just doing a lot of dishwasher with just two things in is a waste already there. So even having a dishwasher was a no-brainer to still do it because it's sanitized and super clean. It's even cleaner than, <clears throat> excuse me, than cleaner ourselves. So we do a dishwasher. We do have dishwashers, but that was a no, not really a change for us. It was for a different reason, but uh, they still, you should still go with dishcraft. Great. Have you been able to offer this service for catering orders? Let's see who wants to chime in on how their services apply towards catering. Perhaps that was for Vanique. Yeah. Yeah. So that is something that actually just in the last few weeks, uh, we've really seen catering kick back up. And it's been inspiring to see it. And uh, I think the timing of this gathering here today has inspired me personally for my restaurant to um, start reaching out. So I've been making, you know, a list of, of customers I would like to reach out to. But I also think, and uh, Maya, you may want to chime in on this, you were already offering your boxes for catering customers before the pandemic. So I would that's love really, to- Really, yeah, that's really where we started. And honestly, with catering, it's easy enough 
to um, just have that be the default that catering orders come in reusables. And so, yeah, we love those types of, because uh, also you can divert. I mean, if we just, we calculate that, um, that diversion. And so for one meal, it, it feels really good because you're like, this is all getting reused. We don't have to worry about the waste. Yeah. Uh, we'd have a new question that just rolled in about um, what do you use instead of plastic bags? Uh, in reference to the trash bins? Probably no. about the trash cans. That's such a racy thing to do. I'm, <laughs> I'm very impressed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, nothing. You don't need to use anything else. Uh, you can just put it right in your trash can. It's uh, revolutionarily, revolutionary and very simple. Yeah. Um, all you need to do is at the end of the night, you know, rinse it out, make sure you scrub it a little bit and you're good to go. All right. <laughs> I'm like, way to go on that. So I, I also would just love to hear from, you know, Dishcraft and Dispatch, some of the other restaurant operators that you've been working with. I mean, obviously, I know with uh, Dispatch, I've seen Zuni post pictures um, in their, their containers with their takeout. They've been a really strong proponent all along. But yeah, I would just love to just hear about some of your fellow restaurants who are taking part in these programs. Yeah, so um, we... Restaurants um, is a space that we've kind of started during COVID, but a lot of our clients are also kind of corporate cafeterias. Um, we have some in like hotels and hospitality. We are partnering with Guggenheimer to serve some of their accounts, um, largely in, in corporate dining. We are doing pilots with um, Good Eggs and Thistle for um, like meal and food delivery. Um, so we have a wide spectrum. One of the nice things about our service um, and using all the technology is we can scale very easily. So we can work with smaller clients, but then we can also grow very easily because our capacity is really driven by the, the technology that we have. So um, we have a lot of very large clients as well and can work with very large clients. Um, so Great. most of our clients right now are in the Bay Area, um, predominantly along the peninsula. Fantastic. And Maya? Yeah, so we have all of our partners listed on our website, dispatchgoods.com. Um, and I would say that it, you know, spans kind of a, a wide variety from um, more fast casual like lunch spots, like mixed. Uh, mixed salad chains is one of our, uh, a good partner of ours. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, La Med is obviously a great partner. Uh, but then we have Casa Indian, we have... Um, Bombera in the East Bay, we have Salvage House, which is a vegan sushi restaurant that's amazing. And um, Bungalow 44, we're hopefully going to be onboarding a few more restaurants up in Marin and Mill Valley. There's a lot of uh, community activity around that. So I would say that if I'm going to plug people that are like, what can I do? It's, you know, restaurants want to make changes when the their patrons want something to change. So yeah. Um, there's some that have been kind of thinking about it and on the fence. And I think that, um, again, as Vanique said, sometimes it is a mental hurdle versus once they actually see it and they're like, oh yeah, this is exactly the same. It's just in a better container. So I would say that that has been a really great thing that we've seen, but, but you can go to our website and that's where all of our amazing partners are listed. Awesome. Great. Uh, we're going to do one more quick, quick question here with um, how do you track loss within the system? I assume there's a certain amount of reusables that walk away and don't get returned. Have you calculated this? Do you need a QR code or track number on each item? And this is for uh, all of our, our panelists. So. Sure. I yeah. would say that it is a uh internal system that we've developed mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> for loss. Yeah, proprietary. Proprietary. Um, yes. <laughs> I would say that, yeah, the good news is that people want to do the right thing. And I think people are, are pleasantly surprised when we tell them that. There are, there's clear instructions on how to participate. It works even better when we have amazing partners that help communicate that with signage and with voiceovers. But ultimately, when you're if they see that something is a little bit nicer than what they're used to, they're like, it gives them a second. They're like, oh, this probably doesn't get thrown away. 
And then, um, but yeah, it, I would say that that's how we manage right. it. Thank you. Before I uh, launch into our outro here, I just want to make sure you know that the reusables win in the SF landing page is now up at this very moment. It's uh, just launched. So it speaks to much of what we've discussed today. And I hope you'll find things like, you know, a downloadable brochure that's available in Chinese and Spanish, social media tools to tell your followers about the benefits of reusables, a form to sign up with Rethink, disposable, and a lot more great information. So definitely check out the Reusables Win in SF on the web and help us keep this campaign going. We really appreciate your support and any way that you can signal boost this. This is obviously very, very important. But I want to close with a big thank you to the panelists and to all of you for tuning into the live stream today. Big thanks to Golden Gate Restaurant Association, who's been so amazing throughout this entire pandemic. Oh my goodness. And Upstream for creating this panel and giving it a platform, as well as the San Francisco Department of the Environment for funding this important initiative. We're dropping their handles in the chat, so please give them a follow. Check them out if you're not already familiar. If you'd like to keep up with the latest news and delicious things to eat in the Bay Area, you can subscribe to my Table Hopper newsletter at tablehopper.com. You can follow me on Instagram, don't blame me if I get you fat, is my joke. <laughs> and I want to thank you all. Very inspiring. Be well. And that's our show. If you like what you're hearing, help spread the word. Subscribe to the Indisposable Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Add a review. Talk us up. Nobody spreads a message like you. The Indisposable Podcast is brought to you by Upstream, sparking innovative solutions to plastic pollution, envisioning a world without it, and empowering businesses, communities, and individuals to imagine and co-create this future with us. You can find resources mentioned on today's episode as well as learn more about Upstream's work at www.upstreamsolutions.org. Follow us on social and join the movement. There's a better way than throwaway.